0: You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico.
1: Welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Gramatico, your franchise guide. And today we have a very special guest. Today we are speaking with Brian Klein. Uh, Brian is a serial entrepreneur, visionary, and has a brilliant mind for sales and marketing. He opened the doors to his first business at the age of 18 and quickly rose to the top of his industry, receiving accolades and awards for his success. Throughout Brian's career, one thing has remained consistent, his unrelenting desire to help people become the best version of themselves. In 2011, he founded the Max Challenge, a program designed to fill a massive void in the fitness industry. Brian noticed that gym membership sales were up, so too were cases of, of heart disease, diabetes, stroke, and obesity. Even those around them who did go to the gym simply weren't getting anywhere. The uh, Max Challenge was designed to help people to finally achieve their health and fitness goals by way of a comprehensive, integrated system of fitness, nutrition, and unmatched motivation and support. Brian opened the Max Challenge first location in Manalapan, New Jersey with just 32 members. Within six months, he grew his member base to 500 members, and to date, the Max Challenge has inspired more than one hundred thousand transformations by way of a network of more than eighty operating centers throughout the US and nearly twenty locations in development. The rapid expansion of the Max Challenge is a result of Brian's experience and his ability to motivate and inspire those around him to go big, push harder, and never give up. Brian, I wanted to welcome you to the franchise podcast.
2: Thank you so much, Giuseppe, for having me. That was quite the welcome. That was awesome. I hope I live up to the incredible introduction that you gave me.
1: Yeah, no, very, I'm very very excited for today. You are actually the first franchisor that we've had on, on this show. I know we've been uh, planning on on getting on the show for a while, so, so very excited. Uh, I know we've been getting questions uh, about uh, how uh, franchises run and the benefits of franchising. We're all going to kind of cover today. Uh, So this will answer a lot of the uh, the uh, listeners' questions. So very excited to get started. So you know, I I always like to start off every interview with uh, we we just kind of went through your background, but if you can fill us in on anything else we had missed in the background, you know, how did you get into the business? You know, what what is that journey like?
2: So how I got into business to start with, I've always had a a fascination with uh, with business. I was uh, brought up in a household of entrepreneurs. And I knew from a very early age that I wanted to do two things. One, I wanted to be in business for myself, and number two, it's hard for a lot of people to understand this, and, and I've come to terms with that. You know I knew in my heart that I wanted to operate a business to help people be happier and healthier. And uh, to me, it's the, the combination of those two things, it was, it was very clear, and you know, right at the age of 18. When I started my first business, I knew in my mind two things. One, I wanted to rely on nobody but myself. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And number two, whatever I was going to do with my life, I was going to uh, help other people be happier and healthier. And so that's how I initially started off. I I opened up uh, one karate school at the age of 18. Um, I've been in martial arts my entire life and uh again it was you know w- with the idea of helping people to gain the self confidence the discipline the physical fitness all the incredible benefits that the martial arts program had to offer and uh funny part about this actually Giuseppe I don't know if I ever shared this with you but uh, I actually investigated franchising i was like obsessed with franchising i mm-hmm just loved the idea of being able to duplicate, like, you know, you see McDonald's, et cetera. So I walked into a franchise attorney's office in Red Bank, New Jersey, just a couple of miles away from where I live uh, when I was 18 years old. And I sat down in the chair and he gave me his his, uh, presentation. And then at the end of his presentation, he told me how much it was to franchise. And I just kind of like looked at him, thought, you know, it it may as well, whatever he said, it may as well have been a million dollars because... (laughs) Yeah, I didn't have any money. I was 18 years old. And um, when we came up with the idea for the Max Challenge, and I immediately saw how we were helping people, you know, through fitness, nutrition, motivation, like completely change their lives. These people were becoming walking billboards. And very quickly, we began to scale from not just we opened up with 32 members, not a lot of members. We not only scaled from 32 members to 500, but then within about a two years' time, we scaled to six. Company owned stores and I just knew that we had the formula and the funny part about it is is I walk into that same attorney's office in Red Bank, New Jersey, mm-hmm. seriously sat down in the same chair, and this time you know I explained to him I told him the story he didn't remember me because that was like one day out of his life, but I'll never forget that i I sat, sat in his office and you know uh, that's how we launched the franchise opportunity, which has been incredibly satisfying because not only do we get to see our members achieve the greatest levels of fitness that they've ever had in their lives. But now we get to enjoy uh, a sh- the shared success of seeing franchisees uh, live their dreams of entrepreneurship and financial uh, satisfaction as well.
1: That that That's great. So business with purpose, that seems to be a, a very common theme, right? We're not can't, all, can't all always be just about the money, the the, the purpose, uh, the why, why are we even doing this in the first place? And, uh, I uh, love the story. That's why. That's why I had you come on the show. So that is uh, that is great. So if we if we could just talk a little bit about a little bit more about franchising. I know you had an interest. You you uh, had met with the attorney. Uh, the questions that I get as a as a franchise consultant constantly is, well, why don't I? Why do I? Why don't I just myself or why franchising? What's the benefit of franchising? If you can speak to the listeners, who uh, a lot of listeners are corporate execs looking to in their first business and their first franchise. You know what are the benefits? Why did you even get into franchising versus just owning the uh, the locations outright? The reason why I
2: personally got into franchising and became a franchisor is because mm-hmm. it, it was a per- in perfect alignment with what I wanted out of my life. Like I truly enjoy working with people and helping other people achieve their goals and their dreams. And you know when you're when you're fueled by not just wanting, like you said a couple minutes ago, I believe this wholeheartedly. You know, when you're fueled by a life's mission and not just making a dollar for the day, you know it, it's a whole different level of achievement that you're seeking and that you're a- able to eventually achieve because you know it's a sense of fulfillment from the inside. And there's so many people that are investigating businesses for the reason that they climbed the ladder of success. They work their corporate job for X number of years. By every stretch of the imagination, they've achieved success. They have financial security. They got the 401k. They've got all the things that, that, that they thought would lead them to this place of success, except they have an emptiness in their heart. And for me, building a business that helps people to not only you know continue on the path of financial success, but also to help fill them up emotionally and spiritually by helping them to feel like they're really contributing on a very high level. That is the reason why I chose uh, franchising. And it's been incredibly satisfying in that regard.
1: That's great. That's great. For for the for, for the people listening in, uh, someone that is looking to that maybe is uh was recently laid off with everything going on or has thinking about uh leaving their job for, for a while now, any um words of wisdom, any advice you can give to someone looking to make that transition to leaving that job into uh owning a franchise, owning a max challenge, um any you know, any bit of advice is is much appreciated.
2: Definitely. So you know, what we always tell our, our potential franchisees is it's is kind of like two, two phases of, uh, you know, whether or not I think it's a good idea for them to uh, come on board with us. And I think this goes for literally any opportunity on the face of the earth. Uh, number one is I tell them, I explain to them that I believe that getting into business for yourself can be the absolute best thing that you do for yourself. But the other side of it is it could be the absolute worst thing that you do for yourself. <laughs> It's Agreed. true, right? You laugh, right? Because it's, it's like, we <laughs> you know, it. like the Sony's evil, like they, they, they get into it, it's the best thing or it's the worst thing. There's almost, actually, there's almost no like middle ground, these the best or the worst. So, you know, w- what I do is I explain to them that our system is based on uh, three different pillars. And pillar number one is the financial opportunity. So if a, if a potential franchisee, someone's coming out of the corporate world and they're making X. Acc- and they want to continue to make X, whatever that might be, 100,000, 200,000, 300,000, 400,000, 500,000, they've really got to crunch the numbers and look at the opportunity being presented to them and say, is this an opportunity that's worth pursuing? Right? Because too many people don't do that due diligence. They don't really investigate that financial component component deep enough. And what ends up happening is, Once they realize they can't get all of their uh, basic needs and wants fulfilled, it it becomes dissatisfying. So that's Mm -hmm. pillar number one is this financial evaluation. Is this an opportunity worth pursuing from a financial perspective? Number two is passion, right? Because I truly believe that any person that truly achieves success, you can't have one without the other. You know, just like I was explaining before, people climb the ladder of success just to find that they climb the wrong ladder, right? Right rise up to the top of this corporate structure where you, you know, advance throughout the years financially, et cetera, just to find that it's it's not exactly what you were looking for. So, you know, this passion piece is incredibly important. So as an example, in the Max Challenge, our purpose, our mission is to truly help people live happier, healthier, more fulfilled lives. And ultimately, the ultimate success of a franchisor and a franchisee comes when both parties' goals are aligned first financially as i already spoke of then second are their passions and are their purposes aligned and when they are aligned that's when true magic happens so whether you're investigating the max challenge or another opportunity i would encourage you to you know go to investigate it from the perspective of you know can i really stand behind the mission of this franchise or this company can i really make this more of than just a job more than just a career more than just a business um you know like they say a business that acts too much like a business especially in times like this by the way won't be a business for too long so the second piece is this passion piece and then the third pillar of uh the are of questions that we use to evaluate is is this person willing to strive to be the absolute best in the world and people would you know, look at me like, okay, this person's insane. Like, how could he even claim that, you know, his corporate-owned store is the best in the world? Or how could he claim that, you know, like, that's just a ridiculous thing. But it, it really truly isn't because I could tell you, like, in in New Jersey, Old Bridge, New Jersey, and Freehold, and in South Windsor, Connecticut, in Austin, Texas, and all these areas where we're open, we are the best in the world. Like, I don't literally have to be the best in the world, but to the people in in New Jersey, when they think, getting into back into shape or getting, you know, into the shape for the first time in their lives, which is a lot of the members that we have, they immediately think the match Challenge because we own that place. And how do we own that place in the consumer's mind? We truly are the best at fitness, nutrition, motivation, and results. And we execute with excellence in all of the key areas of our business. So you know when you're evaluating a franchise, you know, learn about the key systems, learn about the strategies, the the top six or seven strategies that 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 are imperative to execute with excellence in order to be the best and then make sure that you if it requires that you you know wake up early in the morning to execute those plans that that's something that you're willing to do if it requires you know that you make a certain number of phone calls a day make sure it's, it's something that you're willing to do or they interact with your staff in a sh- certain way because i think that's where people fall short you know they they get into it they think it's one thing And then they're not really striving to be the best in the world, but I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt that when you combine these three things real fast, it's again, the uh, financial aspect with passion and then number three, the best in the world, then you find your sweet spot and literally you become unstoppable. If you have all three of these elements, I truly believe that a, a potential franchisee owes it to themselves to go after that opportunity. Because uh nothing will stop them from success when they have all three of those those elements in play all
1: right I love that i may I may steal some of those uh, sound bites there that's uh you know when when I'm working with uh, with candidates uh, we we always talk about I get the question what what's the best franchise what's the hottest franchise and i said it it doesn't work that way you, you can pick up uh, any of the magazine uh, that come out on a monthly basis that'll list them based off of rep. Some are based off of revenue. Some are based off of number of units sold. I always say uh, you know, we'll we'll match based off the business characteristics and attributes. But more importantly, uh, finding a franchise is is a two-way street. It's almost uh, as if it's an interview both ways. You're interviewing the, the franchisor, and the franchisor is interviewing you just to make sure everything is aligned. Um, as a franchisee, you're an extension of the brand, so they they want to make sure that uh, you are a good fit. You know, based off you know we talked about the pillars here, so uh, that everything is a good match. So I, I really like the way uh, the way you put it. So that's uh, that's great. A- anything else that you'd want to add to that, or or on the max?
2: Well, I could say that you know just to add to what you just said, Giuseppe, you know the Max Challenge is one of many absolutely fantastic franchise opportunities that are available to people and uh you know it's just so important for people to go into the investigation process like you described truly vetting the franchiseor and and then looking for franchisors that truly vet the franchisees as well because you don't want to get into a brand that uh just accepts every single person right like, yeah you know, it's it's so important to you know join a group that has high standards Knowing that you're going to be supported, not just by the franchisor, but by your fellow franchisees and the incredible system that everybody builds together. And that could only be, you know, you can't build something absolutely amazing Mm -hmm. if every single person gets into the system. It just doesn't work that way. It's not a match for everybody. So there's a lot of fantastic opportunities. The match challenge happens to be one of them, but uh, people really should do their due diligence in those three areas that I described in order to find the perfect match for themselves.
1: That's awesome. That's great one one question one one kind of final question I like to ask, given everything going on and you know we we, we always recommend I, I just did a special uh, podcast hopefully released next week talking about covid nineteen and uh, what we should be doing right now. it's you know obviously moving forward, but taking advantage of the time, spending time with family, um, you know we, we talk we talked uh, as well about mindsets and just kind of it's taking a step back, looking at life, looking at your businesses and things like that and that that always brings me to this uh to this final question um talking just about you know every every business person entrepreneur runs into some type of roadblocks uh you know a- along their journey you know what what thinking or mindsets are you drawn hit those roadblocks just to kind of help you keep going
2: yeah, so um I mean we all have ups and downs in life right and i 'm not immune to it, and I think any entrepreneur who says you know a lot of people like to paint this uh, you know it 's always you know roses and butterflies, and it 's always great it's it just life never works that way, and you know the the lesson I think that many of us are learning right now is we 're all in this together right there 's none of us that are immune from um, you know the ups and the downs you know right now as a as a society, not even just as a country but as an entire world we 're all realizing we're all in this together. I I would use this time right now. So for me it comes down to this, faith, right? You got to have faith, not just faith in, you know, a higher purpose and a higher power, but faith in yourself, confidence in yourself that, you know, we're going to get through this. And, you know, along with uh faith comes uh, you know, the the ability to tap into, you know, what's most important to you in your life and really realize this too This this too will be over, right? But time is passing, right. right? And as this time is passing, you mentioned spend time with your kids. You mentioned, uh, you know, start to evaluate what your values are and what's really most important to you in your life. I would recommend to people, look, if you did climb the ladder of success and you find that you're climbing the wrong ladder, you know, this is a perfect time to start to think about what the next chapter in your life looks like. Because I could tell you, I've reinvented myself several times. So this has become a little less scary to me than maybe it is to some, Mm -hmm. right? But uh, you know, what lies on the other side of adversity is something absolutely amazing if you just let it happen, if you just follow your heart, if you allow yourself to, even in the face of fear and uncertainty and all these things, don't pay so much attention to the fear and the uncertainty, pay attention to the faith and the confidence that you have in yourself to not only overcome this situation, but and survive it, but to actually thrive, you know, to come out on the other side stronger, more hopeful, and uh, in a better position than we went into this.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely, and it's uh, it's it's all about focus, right? What what we focus on is what we get. So we're constantly in that fearing what's you know what's going to happen next. Uh, you're you're almost paralyzed. You're never going to move forward. So I, I I like the way you put that, Brian. I've I've uh, this has been great. Uh, it's been very helpful. I, I hope uh, I've been getting a lot of requests for uh, my audience asking to have a franchise or just to, you know, I want, wanted to hear directly from a, a franchisor directly the benefits of franchising, um, that it's not always the right fit for everyone, just franchising in, in, in general, right? Entrepreneurship franchising. So uh, this has been very helpful. If, if someone wants to contact you or uh, I guess there's two things here, right? If they want to look into Challenge as far as joining as a member, or if uh, they're looking at potentially looking at a franchise, h- how can they go about uh, uh, reaching the max? They can just
2: visit our website at the, the maxchallenge.com, and all the information, all the contact information, emails, and everything is right on the
1: website. Easy enough. So, we're, we're going to put that uh, in the show notes. Uh, We'll put the website, we'll have a transcription of the complete interview. Brian, I I really appreciate it. This has been a blast. I hope to have you on the show again. And thanks again. Have Have a great weekend.
2: You too. Awesome. Thank you so much, Giuseppe.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways Giuseppe can help. One, subscribe to the podcast to hear inspiring stories and actionable tips from career transition and franchising experts and corporate refugees who've jumped into successful franchising on the Franchise Freedom podcast at ggthefranchiseguide.com podcast. Two, want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom how to Escape the Corporate World and Have Financial and Time Freedom by Owning a Franchise by going to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash video. 3. Want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you? To navigate the process and get plugged into to experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject and he'll send you all the details.